Okay. Okay. All right. Let's rock and roll, friends. Um, I am also going to be um, dropping this in my new podcast as well. Okay. That sounds still weird coming out of my mouth. For any of y'all that think like you need to know things before you do things, I am living proof. I literally have no idea what I'm doing podcasting. All I know is it's another avenue for me to try and connect with more people um, to help them, you know, get more skilled at building their sales online. Um, and the conversation today has a lot to do with upping your skill set in order to be able to close more business. Um, you know, because you can be, you can be thrown all the lists, guys, all the, these are the things you need to do in your business. And they call those IPAs, income producing activities. Yeah. Have you heard of them? People can give these to you, but literally without the foundation of some of the things we're going to talk about today, it means nothing. It literally means nothing because if you don't have a foundation built on stone for your business, then you're building an empire on sand. And that is not what we want. So I want to invite you guys um, to share this out with your teams, um, connect with your business partners. They're going to want to hear this because I guarantee for most people, this is something that doesn't get enough focus. And it literally is the thing that's going to keep you in the game for the long run in your business. Okay. And that's what I want you to be able to hang in for the long run, because I know that those that just are throw themselves in the deep end and they just keep on swimming for the long run. I know that the tide is eventually going to turn for those people but only for those people that hang in the game. Something that we're going to talk about today has everything to do with building the armor that you need in order to sustain the rough tides that is be being an entrepreneur. You know what I'm talking about. So again, I invite you to share this with your teams. Um, you guys, if you have not subscribed um, to my brand new podcast, Crave the Close, I want to invite you to do that. Trying to keep it parallel on all platforms. I have a Crave the Close free community on Facebook that I dump a whole bunch of sales training into and I have for years. Um, and podcasting is going to be for people that just prefer to pop in an ear an earbud and, and here's some content to get them fired up for the day. So with that being said, let's rock and roll. So you guys saw the title. Most entrepreneurs are going to fail because they're only focused on growing their business. Now I know that that sounds a little weird. <laughs> sounds a little weird, right? I get it, but I'll, hear me out. The reason that entrepreneurs fail because they're only focused on growing their business is because they're only focused on growing their businesses. They are not focused on growing themselves. The more you grow yourself on this whole brutal, rough ride, rough tide journey that it is becoming a successful entrepreneur. P.S. You are successful when you are profitable. More often than not, I see a lot of people focusing on their income producing activities. They're focused only in the, on the activities and they're neglecting to grow themselves. Now, I know that these types of people are not making enough deposits 
in themselves, if you will. They are only trying to withdraw and pour into their business, but they're withdrawing from an empty account, right? So if they don't make enough deposits in themselves, for example, uh, books, if you guys are physical, you, like you like to, you, you prefer to get your eyeballs on the written word. Uh, lots of people still prefer that. I do love that, um, but I also find that I find personally that I do better with auditory and visual. I'm more of an auditory and visual learner. You know, what kind of what kind of learner are you? Are you audio? Are you visual? Are you text, written word? Um, where how, how do you respond most? How do you retain the most of what you're learning? I'm just curious. Um, but things in, in depositing in themselves with books, with podcasts, with um, here's another one, teaching what it is they're learning. Do you know that back when I was I was a head tumbling coach at an all star cheerleading gym in my 20s? This is back when I had like four jobs. I was barely making ends meet. I was technically really poor, but I had no idea what I was doing with my life. Like I was I was like a hot mess. Okay. I had no idea what I was doing with my life, but I knew, I knew, I knew that the better I could deliver a product, the better I could coach people into getting a result, the more of an asset I became. So I started learning about some of these sales skills before I really learned what I was learning or before I learned that that's what I was actually learning, if that makes sense. So when I talk about teaching what you're learning, my friend Brandon Forbes says, "Be are you being a bowl or are you a funnel for what it is you're consuming? See, a lot of people will consume and let it sit in a bowl for themselves, but they're not paying it forward and teaching it to someone else. And guys, I want to paint a picture as to how powerful this is. I was not always the most talented tumbler on the cheerleading team. Okay. I did have a, I did gymnastics my entire life, but when I would teach people tumbling skills, I was a really good teacher with the skills that it took in order to master a skill. So what would happen? I did not have a, a tumbling move called a standing back tuck. Okay. Standing back is basically a backflip a from a stance a standing backflip with no hands. For those of you that are not like, uh, that you don't know like tumbling skills or mumble jumble. So after teaching this skill to so many cheerleaders and to helping them with this, with the skill sets it took in order to acquire that skill and master that skill, you know what happened to me eventually? I developed, I developed the skill. I literally could throw a standing back tuck and it was not something that I had acquired prior to me teaching it, but I learned the skill sets that it took to achieve that task. And I was dishing it out. I was dishing out what it was I was learning. Okay. I was being a funnel to the skill sets that the tactics, the tips and tricks and drills in order to skill yourself enough to do that task. And then I acquired that task. I acquired that task, my friends. So 
when you are making deposits in yourself, you do this also, not just by books and podcasts, but also teaching what it is you're learning, taking classes, uh, teaching, you know, uh, participating in courses, um, even masterminds. These are things that I do regularly. Now, let me put a caveat in there for all my over learners out there, my over trainers and under under actioners. <laughs> Is that you? Is that you, my friends? Overtraining and underactioning is probably like the greatest uh, defeat of all because you've got all this great knowledge. And if you're not doing anything with it, it's basically like learning the exercise and learning how to do it really good. But then you never strengthen yourself because you don't use the exercise. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, friends? So if you are, here's another tip. If you are training alone, if you're doing your trainings alone all the time, you've got no accountability. And, and now let, let me also say something that Elon Musk, you guys all know Elon Musk, right? Probably arguably the most successful entrepreneur, especially up and coming in the last few years in the, in the space, in the entrepreneurial space, he said, if you need encouragement, don't become an entrepreneur. This is true. However, when you are training with some power partners, uh, you know, a small group that requires you to be somewhat accountable, I'm telling you, friends, you show up differently. You posture yourself differently. You have conversations differently when you know other people are doing it with you, okay? So these are all types of examples of making deposits in yourself. Why did, was I thinking about this this morning? I'll tell you why. On autopilot, I discipline myself with a daily method of operation. P.S., a daily method of operation and income-producing activities, a DMO or IPAs, they are very different things. If you are one of my clients or you've trained with me or run with me long enough, you know that I believe this with my entire being. A DMO is not the same as IPAs, okay? So part of my daily method of operation is waking up and immediately flooding my brains, flooding my brains with the thoughts of gratitude and my goals and then flooding my brains, continuing to flood my brains with the genius minds that I look up to, that I aspire to be like, that I always get. And usually I, I train outside of my space. I'm in network marketing. I train outside my space and I flood my mind with genius thoughts of uh, high profiled entrepreneurs, you know, Tom Bilyeu, Ed Milet, um, David Goggins. I love he, I, I don't even know if he's building businesses, but he's, he's just such an inspiration to me. Um, Andy Frisella, for those of you know, that know 75 hard, just to name a few, Les Brown, uh, uh, <laughs> John Melton, <laughs> John Maxwell, friends, these are all entrepreneurs. There's so many more, but these are ones that I flood my brains with their content daily. You see, when you flood your brains daily with those types of people and you consume their content, eventually you are gonna start to think like that. Uh-huh. But what do I see most people doing? I, I used to do it. <laughs> 
I am naturally someone that wants to binge a show on Netflix. Okay. If I wasn't so disciplined, I promise you that is what I would be doing every night. I promise you that I would be scrolling Facebook first thing in the morning. I promise you that I got to like parent my damn self really, really hard. (laughs) It ain't easy. But you know what? My bank account and my options and freedom make it worth it. Uh Uh-huh. So here's the deal. I see lots of people doing what I used to do, consuming TV, consuming Netflix, radio as they're driving to and from the office and other wasteful substances like scrolling social media in excess. And people wonder why their thoughts are shitty all the time. Excuse my language. I'm a good person, but I cuss a bit. Usually when I get really excited and passionate about things, I'm like a hot-headed, like Italian. I'm Italian and I'm a New Yorker, if you know what I mean. So literally people wonder why they have limiting beliefs, why they have negative thoughts, why they you know, can't get out of their own way. It's literally because of what they're consuming. And I know it because I lived most of my life in that shithole, friends. I'm telling you what, I tell you what, when you pay attention to what you consume, everything changes. Everything changes. In fact, that kind of gives a a new meaning of the phrase, uh, you know, shit for brains. (laughs) People wonder why they have it. It's what we are consuming. So back to my point, Entrepreneurs often fail because all they're focused on is their business and growing their business and not growing themselves enough. So let me describe to you, this theory is disguised when entrepreneurs do all the right things. Like I'm talking, they're checking all the boxes, doing all the things, they're, they're, they're prospecting people, they're showing up, they're doing all the things and they cannot seem to progress forward. They cannot seem to gain traction. It's the company. It's the price point. It's my leadership. I don't have time. I don't have help. Blah, 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 blah. No. It's us, friends. It's always us. Do you agree with that? Do you have that level of ownership and accountability that you agree with that? It's always on us. It's revealed that we're not growing ourselves enough and only focused on business. Also, when those limiting beliefs paralyze us into inactivity, that's when we know we're not growing ourselves enough. When our limiting beliefs literally paralyze us from stepping forward, it is revealed when you see those people, what I call one-hit wonders. Uh, I love them. I'm inspired by them. I want to know how they did it. But when you see one hit wonders go like bananas and oh my gosh, how'd they do that? Whoa, they blew my mind. How'd they do it? And then poof, they're gone as fast as they shot up. Why? Because they were so focused on growing their business and not focused enough on growing themselves to in order to withstand everything that accompanies being that one hit wonder, that explosiveness. See, I always ask people, 
Hey, in network marketing, everybody wants to build a team, right? But my friends, my, in my previous company, I had over 3,000 people-ish on my team. If I were to drop 3,000 people on you right now in the next 30 days, would you know what it takes to help them succeed? Are you confident in how you are as a, how you've grown yourself and made investments in your own growth to be that leader that can handle 3000 people? If I were to boom, drop them on your lap right now, could you do it? Or did I just make you sweat a little bit? Mm-hmm. My friends, uh, I see, I see we've got some We've got some real kick butt real estate agents watching this video. I'm imagining just coming out of the gates as a, as a realtor, you got to get your feet wet. You got to fall on your face. You got to get to know your territory before you feel really good about all these new leads. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah. Can you help me? Can you set me up? You know, send me this. This is what I want. Boom, 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 boom. Don't you have to have some personal development already developed in order to handle that influx, my friends? You see, that's why you see people succeed quickly and then quickly fall off. It is revealed how much people need to grow themselves when you see really successful people working their faces off and often very unhappy, unfulfilled, and depressed. Because they're so immersed and obsessed with their business, they need to be equally obsessed in growing themselves. Because without that, an entrepreneur will quit. They will quit. And if the higher they are, I fear for those people that are so in the trenches and so far up. And so lost with themselves as people. Now, friends, believe me, this is not something I have mastered. This is simply something I've done daily that has helped me be able to support a big team and be able to develop six-figure businesses online. I grow myself equally as much as I'm focused on growing on my business, okay? In fact, right now, I actually think I'm more focused on growing myself than my business because I've realized a few a few cracks in my foundation that if I do not master these and I don't fill them in every single day, that's why every single morning I'm pouring in, I'm flooding my brains, flooding my brains with the good stuff from the best of the best of the best. I do that every day because I'm helping fill in my cracks in my foundation so that I can rise, I can up my watermark. I can up my watermark in the pool and I ain't going back down, friends. Once I up it, I'm going to continue upping it. Personal develop, investing in my personal growth through all those things we talked about earlier, that helps me up my watermark. See now, and I want to tell you something to think about nowadays. Let me give you an example. Because I flood my brains and invest in myself in masterminds, as well as specific personal development every single day, not, the, not whatever I feel like tuning into, not what somebody throws my, a podcast, someone throws my way and says, oh, hey, you should check this out. No, 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 no. Every single day, every single day, especially on the days I don't want to, I'm flooding my brains and I'll tell you why. Now. When I have crappy thoughts, 
self-limiting beliefs, self-doubt, the comparison, all those things that if you're an entrepreneur, you bet your booty, you are going to face it. And the higher you rise, the more money you make, the more you're going to feel it. Okay. The more business you close in, you got to get your, you got to invest in your personal growth, man, or you won't be able to handle the heat that comes along with it. Nowadays, when I have crappy thoughts and all the self-limiting beliefs and self-doubt and, and comparison come into my brain. Now it's like my brain reacts intruder. There's an intruder in here. This doesn't fit. This doesn't match what we've been overflowing and training in, in my brain. This doesn't match. It's an intruder. My crappy thoughts, when a crappy thought or me not being enough pops into my head, it's almost like I see it, it's there, I feel it, I don't like it. But you know why I don't like it? Because it feels like an invasion. My crappy thoughts are like putting a circle peg into a square hole nowadays. Even when I hear trigger words, and I'll share these words, but I hate even speaking them out loud because it makes me feel weak coming off my tongue. Overwhelm. I'm going through something. I'm struggling. I'm riding the struggle bus. The words like that, they trigger me. And it's like square hole, round peg doesn't fit in because I have flooded my brain with the how-tos and stories and failures and triumphs and emotional intelligence of the legends and the greats that I aspire to be like, that I am moved by, that I feel like they breathe life into me. I flood my brain with their thoughts so that when the negative, when the negativity, as I'm building business and people are quitting and I question myself and I'm not hitting the mark and I'm not hitting my target and it's like, boom, 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 boom. It literally doesn't fit. Those thoughts don't fit. I feel them, but they don't fit. Therefore, they don't stay. And how do we do this? Borrow it from other people that are doing the thing you want to do, borrow their belief until you have your own for yourself. Each level you rise. Keep borrowing belief from the person that is one level up from where you wanna be. Keep borrowing their belief. And then when you hit that level, you keep looking up and you keep looking up. And for all my faithful people, you keep looking up. Are you feeling this today, friends? I hope I'm breathing some life into you the way it hit me this morning. Um, I make deposits daily with this stuff gratitude, active gratitude every single morning, 10 things I'm grateful for written on paper every single morning. So that I'm flooding my space to, especially during the times it's hard, especially the times I want to sleep in, especially the times I'm pissed off. Things aren't going my way. Things aren't growing my way. I get mad. Guess what? Gratitude. Someone screwed me over. Guess what? Gratitude. Someone says, Coop, you suck. Guess what? Gratitude. Flood brain space like deposits daily. When negative thoughts creep in, they will not fit. They will not fit. I repel them faster. Now, as we're wrapping up, 
I want you guys to think all of this right now, this, this conversation, energy festers, good and bad, good and bad energy festers, okay? There's a, and we choose which one we allow to continue to churn and burn inside of us right? Energy festers. It grows things like water. Water is energy. It can grow weeds and it can grow flowers, but it is an energy source, right? Energy festers and it grows things. You know when it's not right. You know when it's not serving you well. Why? Because you probably feel sick, sad, tired, anxious, depressed, and negative, and you're having vent sessions with your friends. That's when you know. It ain't good energy that's festering. How do you get that energy out? You make energy deposits from all those people that are one click above you. And then when you get there, you go one click more uh, higher. You keep up in your watermark, my friends. Here's the thing. It, here's an example. Like it, you ever go to like a party or an event and, 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 and you're there and it just feels like it's off. Like like the energy doesn't feel right. Like maybe it's like, if you're a female, maybe you're in a group of, you're hanging out with a group of gals that are like, you know, venting or talking bad about someone. And you're like, this, see for me now, me back, me way back earlier in my life, I would have been like the ringleader with that, with that group. Now I'm like, I got to get out of here. Like this feels like icky energy. It, it feels like an invader. I want to leave. The energy is icky. It's like poison. Do you know what I'm talking about, friends? Have you ever been in a situation that you just couldn't wait to get out of? Most people have conditioned themselves to fit in with these crowds that have crappy energy. And they're consuming content from all around them on social media, on TV, on Netflix that are either wasting their time and energy or pouring garbage into their headspace. Okay, most people have conditioned themselves that that is where you fit in. Like a place that vent sessions are normal and it's normal to half-ass this God-given life you were presented and also half-ass your business. People that allow you to slack off, people that say it's cool to take a break. I say, take a breath, not a break. My friends, I feel like it's almost the opposite. We've got to flip the switch. We've got to flip the switch. We've got to literally be consuming all the things that get you closer to where you want to be and breathe life into you. And guess what? When you start to take inventory of your consumption and the people and things you consume, you might be standing alone for a bit, friends. I get it. When I first flipped the switch, I was all by myself. Why? Because I was attracting toxicity in my life. I was attracting mediocre thinking in my life. And none of us were born to just wake up, go to work, a job that we hate with people we could care less about, to pay bills, and then die. None of us. We were not born for that. Investing in yourself, if you are an entrepreneur, you will fail if all you're focusing on is growing your business. We've got 
to focus on growing ourselves and intentionally, not just every now and then, not just when you feel like it. It's easy to do stuff when you feel like it. It's when it's hard, when it's, there's some resistance, some people, you know, pulling you back down. Why are you doing that? Why are you working so hard? You don't need to do that. Gosh, it seems like draining what you do. I'd never want to do it. Man, people really don't succeed at what you do. Yeah, it's a scam. Anybody ever heard that before? Every day, friends, every day. If you don't invest in yourself, you're going to hear all that stuff. And then you're going to believe it. And you will quit. Quitting is the only way you fail. So in, I believe that investing in ourselves is 1000% non-negotiable as an entrepreneur, if you actually want to make it. Now, if you're just like hanging around and dabbling your feet and making it a hobby, cool, good on you. You're not going to go very far. You will not go very far and you won't likely be very pro profitable. Like you got to invest in yourself. It's like, it's like grabbing the hammer. Investing in ourselves and growing ourselves is like grabbing the hammer, taking action on what, you, like right now I'm taking action on what I'm learning. I'm sharing it to be a funnel and not a bowl and keeping it inside me. I'm sharing it with all of you, okay, to help me, to help invest it and, and cement it in myself even more. Taking action on the lessons we learn is equivalent to taking that hammer you were given and taking the swings that it takes to nail a nail into a board. One without the other is just not going to cut it. My friends, I hope that this conversation was helpful for you. Um, I really, really appreciate 